So I'm remembering the movie, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. Richard Pryor, his character is sitting on a subway train, seated next to his sister. She says to him, why do you look at that paper as if you can see it? As if you can see in 2020, you're blind. She said, you're looking at that paper as if you can see, as if you're sitting here, as if you were white. You're black. And Richard Pryor jumps up to his feet and amongst all the people in this, on the subway train, he begins to yell out, what do you mean I'm not white? What do you mean I'm black? No one ever told me that I was black. And so Richard man begins to rub his skin. He gets to rub his mustache and then he grabs his hair and he says, oh my God, I am black. He says, and this is what killed me right here. He says, does dad know that I'm black? On the segment, man, talking with TC, listen, I want to take you to a place that I was reminded of earlier today is that I remember when I didn't know that I was black. And I'm not talking about in some embellished, uh, uh, you know, moment of non-self-awareness. No, I'm speaking of when I was young, in my in my youth, when I was when I was a child. And I, and I remember just being, I can remember just being a child, just understanding and, and looking into the mirror and I recognized my likeness. I knew who I was every time I looked into a mirror. When someone called my name, I would have a conscious understanding of who they were calling, right? I knew who I was, but I also remember that I did not identify myself in any type of color context. I didn't know I was black. I, I remember when I didn't know I was I was blind, but that understanding began to shift in my young life when, you know, you would play those porch games in the summer with your friends or with your cousins and somebody would hold their hand next to your hand or their thigh next to your thigh and you would look at the different hues of color of skin and one would say, yo, man, I'm darker than you or you're darker than me. And you begin to have some type of context of, and as I would say that I did not have vocabulary like words like hue uh, in my vocabulary list back then. I don't know too many 10 or 11, 12 year olds that would use words like hue, but I look back now and I remember recognizing that there were different hues of skin that wrapped our bodies. And I began to recognize that, yo, I'm different, that there's something different about me. And I begin to recognize that there were family members that had different hues of skin that I did. There were different friends that had different hues of skin. Some were seemingly brown, some were yellow, some were lighter than this, some were darker than, and I, and I started recognizing, but I still didn't have this identity nomer as black. And I remember, can't put my finger specifically on the date or on the moment when you would begin to hear conversations, whether it be through medium, whether it be through music, whether it be through television, but you would start hearing identifiers that would categorize this particular person as white, but then this particular person's as black. And I remember, man, it coming into my conscience that no matter what 
hue you were, whether you were a lighter form of brown, whether you were this brown, whether you were dark brown as I would say, whether you were butterscotch or whether you were as dark as the shadow between two books, you were called black. I remember in my college years that I would look at my skin and I would identify it. That is when I began to see my blackness as beauty. Um, but I would say things like, man, I am the color of wet brown sugar. But it didn't matter if I was as beautiful as wet brown sugar. I was still identified as black. It was sometime in the time between fifth grade and in high school that it was seared into my consciousness, seared into who I was, that I was black. 